0: Welcome to TCH. You're listening to the Christians Hour program. I'm Stan Smelser, program host. Well, here it is, the holiday season. Thanksgiving in the rearview mirror and the Christmas season is underway. What should be the most wonderful time of the year is for some of us overshadowed by stress, anxiety, isolation or loneliness, depression, Add to all of that, since the pandemic, some of us still feel the distance that came from that period of our lives. Wow. Let's take a minute. Let's rethink this a bit. Maybe, just maybe, we're looking at this whole holiday thing all wrong. Sometimes, going into the holidays, we just need to be reminded what this celebration is all about. So, let's Pause, take a breath, and listen to some good news. Good news that God is near, that God is not distant. And in fact, like the Christmas carol reminds us, Emmanuel, God is with us. Over the next few weeks, Ben Kacharis, lead minister with Mountain Christian Church, Joppa, Maryland, will be unpacking how we can find the nearness of God and through him hope, joy, new beginnings, if we just take time to notice. So, when it seems we live in a world that is distanced, here's some really good news about how God wants to come near to us. In fact, some really good news that God has come is here. And that is Christmas.
1: Anybody up for some good news? Anybody up for some good news? I mean, yeah, we could use some good news about now, right? Yeah, anybody, right? I mean, don't you ever just want to just shut off the TV, close your laptop, stop scrolling and listening and swiping and, and being bombarded with all of this stuff? And just reach out with our aching hearts that are sick and tired of bad news and hear some good news. We need Christmas more than ever. Christmas, it isn't about how many people you have for dinner or whether you can keep your tradition of going to grandma's. It's never been about that. And we kind of knew it, but this year it's like we really know it. And we have an opportunity to see that Christmas is really about God breaking into this world. To radically change a bad news planet, and bring us some good news that can truly change everything. Now, to the end of the year, we're going we're gonna to certainly be honest about some of the lost ache and frustration we have. But you know what else? We're going to celebrate what it means that we do have Jesus. So, you know, we're not the only ones who are kind of aching for some good news, right? When you look back through the centuries, you hear the prophets speak words from God in Scripture to the people of God in the middle of their own problems that one day God says to the prophets, I'm going to visit you in a special way, in person, through the Messiah, this promised one, God says. And when he comes, oh, he's going to bring healing, he's going to bring hope, he's going to bring peace, justice, love, and will fulfill that ache that we all feel, this longing for good news in a bad news world. And so they waited and they ached as we Wait and wonder, and they wondered, as we do, will God ever show up? I mean, will God ever fix this mess? H- has God forgotten about me? Does God know what we're going through? We hear the promise, but am I alone in this? And they waited like we wait And then Caesar Augustus put out a decree that everybody in the Roman world had to go to their native hometown to register and be taxed. And this carpenter and his beloved Mary traveled all the way to Bethlehem and she was carrying within her not just any baby, but the son, the one. The one the angel had said, you will name him Jesus and he will be great and he will be called the son of the most high. He will sit on David's throne and he will reign forever and his kingdom will never end. And he's coming, as, the, as that old Christmas carol says, the hopes and the fears of all the years are met in him. And then she started getting cramps and the contractions got more violent and she doubled over and her water broke. And before they knew it, they were holding a baby and wiping the mucus off his forehead. They wrapped him up and held him close. Did they know they were staring into the face of God? <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's beautiful. The plan was unfolding. The waiting was changing. And a few miles away, some redneck shepherds were out on the night shift. They're like representatives of all of us, I think. Waiting in the dark. They were distanced. They were cut off from everybody else. Longing for some good news. And God sent a messenger who lit up the night sky with a bright array of angels shouting to them in their terrified nature. And Luke 2 says it this way, chapter, verse 10 and following, don't be afraid because I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. And In other words, anybody up for some good news? And they were like, I'm sure they were like, yes, God, Yes! And we say that with them because we live in a bad news world still today. We ache for some good news. And the message those angels shouted to those shepherds then is the same message that I want them to shout to me. I want them to shout it to you. It's the Savior. Yes, the Messiah, the Lord, the one. He's here. He's been born today in the city of David. And they went there and they found him wrapped up in those swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And you Can find him too. I can find him too. Friends, this is really good news. It's great joy. And it's for you. It's for all people. So every week we just want to say, wait, is this just a story or is this real? And if it's real, friends, the living Christ makes a difference in our lives. You can find hope when you're depressed Peace when you're divided. Restored when when you have a disaster on your hands. Joy when you're discouraged. And a new beginning when it seems like life is at a dead end. That's what we're going to talk about today. We really want to just let the Lord minister to us by, by showing us that in a world that is distanced, God comes near. In a world that is distanced, and we're distanced... In more ways than one, but God comes near. And I just pray that I pray the Lord will make Himself real to you today, that you can kind of put away whatever distractions, if you've got some in your surroundings right now, and tune in here as close as you can. Invite the presence of God to fill wherever you are so that you'll really be open to the Spirit of the living God who longs to come and dwell inside of you richly and fully and powerfully. Maybe you need a fresh visitation of good news through Jesus so that you could live with a sense of the Lord's presence every day. How have you been doing with that? So that you know that whatever you're going through, you're never alone, never without comfort, never forsaken, never abandoned. That's what that's what that's the heart of good news that we celebrate that God has come near, and if He really has, then it changes everything. And I think the most introverted among us is aware how much we really need connection. Anybody, anybody up for some good news? <laughs> yeah, we are. And the good news is that no matter how disconnected we may feel and how distant we may feel, God is near, and this is really the center of the Christmas message, isn't it? John 1.14 reminds us, kind of talks about Christmas from a cosmic perspective. It says, so the word, that's that's referring to Jesus, the eternal creator, all-knowing God who made you, this word, Jesus, became human or flesh like us. He came down here and he made his home among us. That, that word means he came in, in, to dwell among us, be with us, pitch his tent, move into our neighborhood so that he could be near. And it says he was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we've seen him, the glory of the Father. The Father's one and only Son. And then when the angel spoke to Joseph about the birth of Jesus, he said in Matthew 1, That virgin is going to conceive a child. He's quoting from the Old Testament. She will give birth to a son. And what were they going to call him? Just as the prophet said, Emmanuel, which means God is with us. God with us. Aren't you glad that God is still with us through Jesus Everything about Jesus is about being with us, coming near us. When he called his disciples, the Bible says he called them to be with him. And his whole life was about being with people. He traveled and he'd go be with people, the lonely, the hurting, the outcast, the disciples, Pharisees, everybody. He was with them. And then at the end of his life, he wrapped it all up by saying in Matthew 28, Surely I am with you always. And he was talking not just to them, but to us. Like it continues now, not just back then, but now with us. So what does that mean? Well, it means this. It means that no matter how distant and driven apart we may feel, no matter how cut off or alone you might be, how sick of everything you are, none of that affects God one bit because God has come near in Jesus. And through his life and death, and because he's risen again, he's alive again and still with us. And he promises that by faith, we can invite him into our hearts, our minds, that he will take up residence within us and fill us with his own spirit. I want to live with that awareness more fully in a distanced world, and you should too, It means that God is not some distant aloof being, but he's close and he's intimate and he's a friend and we can experience it every day no matter what we're going through. This is not just some news for a few people who might be kind of especially struggling. This is news for all of us. This is news for, for lonely people. This is, a news for, for, this is news for people who are hurting, for someone who, who's like struggling to be celibate and sexually pure, but there's an ache and a loneliness. This matters if God has come near. That this is for someone who who's single and and struggling with it or married and feeling so alone in that marriage. This fact that God has come near is a game changer for for someone who's a service woman or serviceman in our armed forces somewhere right now, maybe Iraq or Afghanistan, who knows where, far away from family. God is near. This is for for some college kids that are more homesick than you're. You're too embarrassed to admit it. It's for for middle schoolers because that cafeteria is the loneliest place on the planet, and it's for middle aged people who like are busy and all the time going, but you don't have anyone who's a good friend. God is near. This makes a difference. It's for it's for people who are are guilt-ridden and shame-filled and far from God. You feel like your faith is fake. God is near. Let me just be real honest with you today and tell you some of the ways that the nearness of God changes my life. There's just four quick things I'll mention that mean the most to me as I just thought of them. Maybe they mean a lot to you too or could. The first two are reminders that because God is near, it means I can experience his presence and his power. You're meant to experience the presence and power of God in your life, too. When you experience the presence of God, it means that you're never alone, that you can live with God and talk with God and pray with God and be with God, and Feel his closeness every day, This fellowship. Psalm 23 says he's like a shepherd who's like kind of always walking with you. And even if you go through the valley of the shadow of death, you don't have to be afraid. Why? Because it says, God, you're with me. That's the presence of God. Never alone. And in addition to the presence of God, I love, I love that I can experience the power of God because I often don't feel very strong or bold on my own. When you open your heart to God's spirit, To give you strength, you have strength you don't have on your own. Because of Christ alive in me, I can tap into power to give me strength. The Bible says I can do all kinds of things, all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can overcome temptation that on my own I'm no match for. I can persevere through trials that I would cave under if it wasn't for the power of Christ. I can forgive someone when on my own flesh I want to hate them, or I can be kind or serve when I want to to be a jerk and be mean and selfish. I have power with me. The Bible says God's power is most powerful when I'm weak. And Ephesians says we can give glory to God because His power is at work within us. God's power at work within us. And if that's true, no wonder we can accomplish infinitely more than we could even ask or think you also can experience God's presence and power in your life. And because God is near, it means we can also find comfort and courage. And I need comfort when I'm scared. I I need to know God's with me. When I'm worried or anxious, he soothes my mind. When I'm sad because of a loss, I think of verses like Psalm 34 that says, you know, the the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. And he saves those who are crushed in spirit. That's really good news. And you can not only find comfort, you can find courage. Deuteronomy 8.31 just says, Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid or terrified because of whatever you're facing. For the Lord your God goes, what? With you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. God is with us. You can stand in His strength to Strength to do the right thing. You can find courage to face a tragedy, to find the grit to go through chemo. You can find courage because of Christ to fight for your marriage or to suck it up and be the father you need to be or to do the right thing when no one else is looking, to hang in there when life is hard. We need the courage that I can only find in Christ. So thank God that he's near and he's with you. And he gives us his presence and his power and his comfort and his courage. Because Romans 8 says there's nothing, no trouble or hardship or persecution that can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. You want some good news? There it is. That's it. God has come near and nothing can drive him away, keep him away, push him away. And he has you in his hand and nothing can snatch you out of his hand. What what good news is that? Wow. And the best news of all is that this is never ending by the way. When you establish a relationship with Christ, it goes for all eternity. When someone dies, from our perspective, it looks like a loss, like they've separated and distanced from us. But for the believer in Christ, when you die, you are, it's all about reunion. It's about taking the glass away, the one we've looked through, the glass darkly, and, and now we're coming face to face with the one we'll be with forever. And that's good news. Really good news for people living in a bad news world. You know, one of my favorite stories is is from Isaiah chapter 41. Isaiah chapter 41 is this part of the Bible where God's people are hurting a lot like we are. They're kind of staggering around. They're feeling distanced. There's one other part of the Bible that talks about them reaching their hands to the sky and wondering if God was there. Would God ever break open the sky and come to be among them? It's almost like that story I've heard of Navy SEALs bursting into a room to... To set free a bunch of hostages, but they'd been there so long that they just they didn't trust. They had been so distanced, they, they thought the people were there to hurt them. Until one of the, one of the Navy SEALs, he didn't know what to do, but he had an idea. And he went over and he put down his weapon, he took off his helmet, he took off his mask, and he went to the wall and he slid down, curled up next to one of those hostages that was there the shaft of light from the choppers shining on them. And they could see each other's faces finally, and he softened the look on his face. He put his arms around them. He was trying to show them that he really was one of them. And He stayed there until they locked eyes, and then that Navy SEAL whispered, We really are Americans. You can trust us. We're here to rescue you. Will you follow us? And then he stood to his feet and he put out his hand. And a really beautiful moment, that hostage trusted and reached up and took his hand. And He lifted him up and he walked out the door. And then another one did, and another hostage, and another. And that story ends with all those hostages safe on an American aircraft carrier somewhere. That story feels like the people in Isaiah's day. It feels like... Our life this year, distanced and worried and holed up, and we need God to break through and put his hand down. God, the good news of Christmas says, has bust into the darkness of this world, and he's come near. He's looking you in the eye right now, and he's holding out his hand in this important moment. And each of us has the opportunity to decide whether we'll trust him and his goodness so that we can be blessed in order to be a blessing. He really is here to help us. So that passage that I love so much is from Isaiah 41, and I want to just read these verses to close. And as we do, will you just let them be God's word for you? Isaiah 41, verse 10 says, Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged. For I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand, for I will hold you by your right hand. I, the Lord your God, and I say to you, don't be afraid. I am here to help you. Let God hold your hand. Let him come near Whatever you're going through today, he's near, he's here, he's for you, and he wants to bless you and you and your children and your children's children. So receive him, draw near to him, trust him, the one who says, I'm here to help you. That's good news.
2: Spoken in the beginning, a prophet's word in the night, in the an angel's message to a young lady, a brilliant star in the shelter inside their room is stable the people, the of born of the people, so that so the people could, could be, be free, free. lived with the people, he blessed, he blessed the people, people time the people all. nailed him to a tree.
0: thanks this month to Ben Kacharis for bringing us good news this holiday season. Our thanks as well to Acapella Ministries for their music of the season, giving glory to God who has come near to us. As we navigate this busy, stressful, crazy season, let's do it allowing ourselves breathers, breathers to remember that God indeed has come near to us that God's presence is still very real and can be known by those the Bible's book of James says, come near to God, and he will come near to you. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. So the challenge of this holiday season is to use this special time of the year to celebrate Jesus' coming, to focus on him, get near to him, let His presence and power, His comfort and courage surround us. Let's let Him come near to us. Did you know that God's ministry of the Christian's Hour and Gospel Broadcasting Mission is worldwide, both via radio and the internet? That the Christian's Hour is broadcast in multiple states and that together with Gospel Broadcasting Mission, we broadcast the gospel in more than 12 languages across seven countries. If you'd like to find out more or to download a copy of today's program, go to thechristianshour.org. That's thechristianshour.org. And if you'd like a free copy on CD, just call us at 515-770-2241. That's 515-770-2241. When you call, just leave us your name and mailing address. You'll also find us on the Internet at oneplace.org, iTunes, and Google Play. I'm program host Stan Smelser. Thanks for listening. Please join us again next week for another edition of TCH, The Christian's Hour.